this is unique. I hope that you are doing great. <laughs> God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. I want to talk today, just to jump into things, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to talk a little bit about having a sanctified mind, sanctified mind, um, when we hear the word sanctified, depending on your relationship with the church and the Bible and everything, you probably, or if, I don't know, if you're African American, uh, you probably think a sanctified church or like if you've been into a sanctified, quote unquote, sanctified church is people who clap, you know, do a lot of clapping, dancing, shouting, very eccentric, very charismatic type of church, or people who practice very disciplined, holy lifestyles, which um, it can kind of, I guess, reflect sanctification, but I want to talk about sanctification just on a more practical, like, level (laughs) um jeremiah in the bible jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 says before i formed you in the womb i knew you before you were formed before you were born i sanctified you i ordained you a prophet to the nations he says before you were born i sanctified you um excuse me and so I want to talk about sanctification. Please bear with me because I am drinking tea. Excuse me, and I just ate some crackers, and they they were really good. <laughs> um. Anywho, let's see what sanctification means in the American language or in English. Um, sanctification is the act of making or declaring something holy, the action or process of being freed from sin or purified, the act of causing something to be or seem morally right or acceptable. Mm, glory to God. So, the process of being freed from sin or purified. So, sanctification is essentially us being free from sin. Um, the church I go to, the pastor talks a lot about having a sanctified mind, or he wants to be a sanctified preacher. And um, I was just sitting down and just really having some thoughts with God about um, just my mind. Like, it's been a very trying season mentally for me. A lot of weeding through different thoughts and praying about different things and just trying to get my mind into a place where I can think the way that God needs me to think in this season. <laughs> and that can be challenging, especially when, you know, you have, like, thoughts that are already there that have kind of been there and, like, you've stuck with these thoughts for so long because that's all you know or that's all you, how you were raised or that's how you've just been trained to think, you know, whether it be about yourself or about other people or about life, about God, about whatever. And so... It can be challenging when we're going through the process of sanctification or when God is beginning to sanctify our mind. But it basically means that God is taking our mind and getting us to think in a way that's undefiled, that's not, um, oh my God, this is going to be better than I thought. So when we have thoughts 
that are impure uh, <laughs> which we all do I'm sure especially if you have a past like me you know you have a past of sin and you know like that before you got saved or maybe you still you know the Lord's still working on you he's still working on all of us you know I'm not saying nobody's ahead of nobody else but there are different levels to sanctification like there in the past maybe two three years ago I wasn't the same person um I, I am today because I wasn't thinking like I am today and so as you spend time with God as you um glory to God as you grow in Christ you know you mature and your thoughts mature your mindset changes you become a new creature the Bible says um that if any man be in Christ he is a new creature old things are passed away behold all things have become new so that's all I'm saying when you be in Christ you change right your mindset change your thoughts change your thought process change in fact um in the bible um a lot of the time when jesus was confronting a group of people or any person who would say repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand or the kingdom of god is near or something like that and repent means to change your mind he's saying like i'm going to enter i'm introducing a new way of thinking you don't have to think the way you've been thinking you don't have to think like you know what i'm saying you don't have to think in a broken and crazy way so anywho sanctification sanctification um to declare something holy or set apart um something sacred when we don't view something as sacred we treat it any kind of way i know that like sacred meaning like special something that you cherish when there's nothing that you deem sacred then you can live a very destructive, pointless, purposeless, that's the word, purposeless life. Like, you don't care what you do with yourself. You don't care what you do around others. Like, you don't have any any respect or fear of God. It's just like, just living like without regard to anything. And so living that type of lifestyle um, can come when we don't have anything we hold, hold sacred. Like for women, you know, well, and men, not just women, but um, the Bible says that I, we're the temples of the Holy Spirit, and so our body is a temple. And so, like, um, if we don't know and understand that, then we won't respect our bodies and carry ourselves in such a way that we are valuable or that our bodies are sacred like glory to god like and and when you don't think that your body is worth is sacred or worth anything or important or valuable um then that leads to like maybe you know you're having a lot of sex with different people or just not taking care of your body just putting anything inside of it and that could be food or um, information or entertainment or um, music. It could be drugs. It could be alcohol. It could be substances. It could just be anything that's not healthy or good for your body. And so when you go through the process of sanctification, God is basically renewing your mind. He's, he's saying, like, he's changing the way you think so that when you... When you when you learn something new, it changes how you approach it. I was watching this TikTok the other day, <laughs> actually earlier today, 
this is really funny guy I cannot I don't know I can't think of his name off the top of my head but um he um was <laughs> he really made this TikTok about how people are when um when somebody stopped eating pork like <laughs> he was like when you have a friend who finds out how bad pork is for you so they stop eating pork and then every time somebody offers them some of pork they like um no nah, I can't eat pork no nah, it's, it's really no nah, I, I just don't eat pork no more it's like why not is it your religion or something nah it's just it's just pork it's bad for you you have to see it it's really funny but it's like when you find when you find out that what what something really the truth about something when you find out the contents and the stuff that's in certain things, it really changes your perspective on like am I really have I really been doing this to myself? Have I really been putting this in myself? And sometimes, like I said, if you don't have any type of if you don't hold yourself sacred, then it doesn't matter how bad you know something is for you. I think ultimately sanctification is not necessarily like thinking this is not good for me or like you know you see a lot of people like like for instance like people who smoke cigarettes they're like oh yeah I know like there's signs everywhere you know we put out these different statistics and it causes lung cancer it's even a warning on the freaking packet like <laughs> it says warning tobacco use can cause such and such cancer or whatever and so you you would think like if somebody knows this is bad for you they would stop but if that was effective then more people would stop smoking when they see the warnings but it, it shows that like um for someone to stop a habit or to change what they are putting into themselves or what they're exposing themselves to um it has to come through having an understanding of your value more so than how bad something else is like um like going back to like the our bodies being a temple of the holy spirit when our bodies when we begin to get our mind renewed through Jesus Christ, through receiving him as our Lord and Savior, and through, you know, the blood of Jesus, and reading the word, worship, prayer, and all these different things just to keep our spirit and our minds connected to God, and to sanctify ourselves, you know, um, then it's like we actually start to lose appetites for certain things naturally, like we don't have to force ourselves to stop trying to smoke, or drink, or have sex or you know outside of marriage that is or be in certain places that we know isn't healthy for us or be in relationships or have certain conversations that are toxic like once we figure out who we are and God like God deposits those holy thoughts his thoughts his ways his words into our like once he deposits that into us like it'll it'll like kind of slide off like we won't have to be like not on e-port because it's it, it'll just kind of it is like a natural process it's kind of like oil and water i remember a friend of mine some time ago when i was first getting saved we just we would, we would have different conversations just about our processes and you know where we are on our journey with christ and he would say like he would just he had some roommates but they weren't saved and he was saved and walking with god and he was saying like um you know, they just, no matter how hard they tried, they just could not 
come to an agreement or have any sort of peace between him and his roommates because they were living one way he was living a different way and he and his now wife was now then with his fiance uh he was saying that they um glory to god that uh <laughs> that uh it's kind of like oil and water and like you you can't mix like oil and water they're, they're two different substances they're made they have two different densities they're they're buoyancy they're different so they're they're not going to mix no matter how hard you try no matter if you shake up the bottle and stir it around it's going to end up separating like after a while eventually so that's kind of how it is when we begin to become sanctified when our minds begin to change when God's thoughts become our thoughts when he deposits his when especially when you get filled with the holy spirit then that's like that's like a whole that's like getting i don't know if you ever seen like a house get power washed like <laughs> that's like getting baptized in the holy spirit for like probably better than that but it's the best metaphor i can think of right now okay so it's like you know a dirty like house or building or something or maybe a car wash. okay i'm this is not getting any better <laughs> but that's kind of how it is, like, with a, um, glory to God, when you get, begin to get sanctified, God begins to deal with you, um, from the inside out, um, glory to God, so, um, yeah, becoming sanctified is, is something, it's, it's, it's just basically a fancy word for changing your mindset, um it's not it's really not it's deep you know i don't want to discredit or disregard how valuable sanctification is and how important it is to a believer um but i just just wanted to tap into it a little bit to kind of express what it is and i went to the scripture in jeremiah because um it's a very very valuable scripture to anybody who is trying to figure out who they are in christ because I think this scripture is powerful because it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you to be a prophet to the nations. And so it, it creates this mindset that, okay, if God knew me before he formed me in my mother's womb, that means that God knows something about me that exists outside of what I think about myself based off of what happened in my life from the time I was in my mother's womb until now like if that makes sense like there are different experiences that we have in life different things that we go through different environments that we go in and that that kind of shape our personalities they shape our identity that if you know if we don't have a relationship with God especially um or if we're not you know necessarily just just depending on it's a lot of different factors that go into that but um life can sort of shape our identity and, and change how we think of ourselves um based on the experiences we have and you know sometimes abuse or trauma things like that they can make us become fearful or just all kind of stuff that can happen in life but God saying this like before all of that before anything happened to you before you stepped foot in this world before you knew that you were a human I knew you 
So he's saying that you can disregard all the other stuff. I know that it affected you. I know that it had an impact on you. I know that even maybe I get the glory out of that because, you know, you could have a testimony this year about the goodness of God and how God changed you. But I just need you to know that all that stuff, like, I know who you really are. Like, I, 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 not, it's not that I don't care about you sinning or, you know, the sin. It's just that he knows it exists, but he's like, I still know the real you. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't want you to get caught up in, in thinking of yourself in this way that um, life has shaped you to think of yourself. Glory to God. So, it's important to be become sanctified. There's another scripture in Romans chapter 12. Pretty popular scripture if you heard any sort of Bible. And it says, um, To not be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may be able to prove that what is a good, acceptable, perfect will of God. Um, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renewing of your mind. And so through, as we live in this world, there's this temptation every day to um, conform or to, um, glory to God, to conform um, to the world. And when I say the world, I don't mean like the earth. I mean like what culture is doing, what's happening in the world, how the world is operating, the system that this, that this, that this world operates under. Um, like that's the world and he's saying like I don't want you thinking like like the world thinking I don't want your your conduct your morality your values to be based on what's going on in the world like don't no conform like I know it's like if you're a college student for instance excuse me if you're a college student for instance like you know most people in college party and drink and turn up depending on what kind of college if you go to a christian college hopefully they're not doing it you know but you know if you're going to like a regular university they're probably doing it a lot of people and so god is saying like whatever you're invited just because you're in that environment i don't want you to, to conform to what everybody is doing and in order to not conform to that way that everybody what everybody is doing I need you to renew your mind. Like, I need you to constantly stay in my word. And I need you to understand what I, firstly, the plans that I have for you and what I'm expecting of you, regardless of your age, how young or how old you are, or, you know, regardless of what everybody else is doing. I need you to renew your mind, you know. And it's, you know, not to say that we won't be tempted or maybe we won't slip up every now and then. Um, because I think we do, like, we want to fit in, we want friends, we want to feel like we're cool, or, you know, it's just that peer pressure type stuff, it exists, it's real, I get it, but he's saying, like, even in that, I need you to renew your mind, renew your mind, like, with what, with who you really are, like, with, with who you are in Christ, like, your identity, know who you are, when you don't know who you are, when you don't have any consciousness or awareness of your value, like, you will fall into anything. You'll start doing anything. 
and so it's good to have like some sort of conviction in you you know even if you're a child or even if you have children and you're raising children you know don't think that just because your children don't like church or don't like anything to do with God that the seeds that you plant in their life isn't making a difference because like you know I grew up in church and I had it in my mind the, the, the filth that I was going to be living in I mean the enemy really has perverted my judgment about life a lot at a young age. And so um, as I was going through, I was different thoughts. And I was like, I knew what I wanted. Like, I knew the lifestyle I wanted to live and it did not involve Jesus. <laughs> and just to say the least. But to be real, like, and so, but I still was raised to go to church. Like, that was a habit. That was a part of my life. And and so um you know ultimately when I got out in the world and I did my own thing I ended up falling back to church like when I got hit rock bottom if you will like I went I started going going to God and then got back in church and everything and so you know because like I had that conviction like and even when I would be doing certain things that college students do that shouldn't remain between me and the Lord um you know um thank the Lord for the blood <laughs> it, it, when I was doing certain things it's like I, I was trying to have fun and I did to a certain degree but at the back of my like, core of my being I knew it was wrong and I knew that it's like I knew that there was gonna be a consequence to it, and I just, but I just kept ignoring it. I was just rebelling, rebelling. Um, but it's like I still always had that conviction. It's like no matter how much I tried to um, sin and act a fool, like I always had that knowing, like this ain't this ain't right. It's just like this small voice. I always had this ain't right. It'd be better than this. I know you running from it right now. I know you think you're getting away with it, but it's going to catch up to you. Like, it's just that voice that kept telling, like, pulling me. And so I'm just giving an example of how, you know, planting those seeds as in children to kind of teach them, you know, about Jesus, about God. Like, it, it, it works. You know, they may not come out sanctified and preaching. Some, in some cases, they do, and that's a blessing. But, you know, just don't be discouraged. Um, either way. So, yes, sanctification. Um, having constantly renewing your mind. Uh, my pastor brought a powerful message today about... Um, oh, my gosh, he came from... I should know this stuff, right? I need to be a better student. But he always feeds this flock very, very good food. First Corinthians 2 and 6. And he talked about um, God's wisdom being a mystery that's been hidden and that God destined our glory. He, he destined our glory before time began. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. I hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, neither has mentioned to the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Um, right? So, he was talking about the mystery of Christ and how um, when you're born again and when you have the Holy Spirit living in you, there's certain things that God reveals about you or about life to you. And because you have Christ and you know these different things, it's like, certain people or certain human understanding can't comprehend what you know or understand because of Christ 
like there's certain wisdom that Jesus had. Um, I remember seeing the word of God where Jesus was talking to some people and uh, they were like thinking like um they were thinking like where did he get this wisdom from because jesus didn't go to no fancy school or you know he had no formal education so to speak he just spent time with god he knew the word of god like he that's he ate breathed and lived the word of god he wasn't he was a living word so like <clears throat> he was my pastor was just talking about how like you know there's certain things that you having the mind of Christ, having the Holy Spirit live inside of you, having receiving revelation from God. There's certain mysteries that, that God reveals to us um, because of that relationship we have with God. Um, and so that's a powerful thing too. And that that's something that sets us apart from the world as believers. And I think that's a very, very beautiful an honorable thing to experience to have um because you know people in the world it's like they i'm in the we're in the world but we're not of the world so i'm not saying we we just like live on a different planet but we're here too it's just like we're different you know we, we can go into a room and everybody be talking about certain things or doing certain things and we're like we think about a whole nother <laughs> you know we're thinking about a whole nother thing i don't know if you ever been around somebody and like it's not like you didn't like them like you was cool with them but they just it's just it's just it's just hard to to sit and have conversations with certain people in some cases we have to because it could be God um, wanting to use us in a certain way or it's all kind of stuff that happen but um all kind of reasons rather we could be in such situations like you might work with certain people or just I don't know whatever um and so you ever been around somebody and they were having a conversation and you're like the conversation that you've been having with God is like nothing to even do with anything that these people talk about and so it could just be like awkward and I'm not saying that like I said I'm not saying we better than anybody but we are set apart glory to God we are a peculiar people God's peculiar treasure and it's a blessing to be a part and it's never too late to become a part of what God's doing you know like um so yeah excuse me yeah it's never too late to to get into the body of Christ I'm just saying like that's a blessing to be set apart and you have this I remember Kay Michelle not Kay Michelle Chrisette Michelle, um, she is a singer, and she actually is, she is a Christian, I didn't know that, but she had an interview on this YouTube channel called Same Room, and she was talking about how, um, having, being a Christian is basically like being a regular human, except that you have this other part of you that other people then it's like you have this mysterious part of you you know what I mean like it's just something you can't explain like like Kirk Frank would say I can't explain I can't explain Jesus your love is so it's so amazing you make me high up to the sky yeah I don't know okay that will leave me out here yeah I know what I'm talking about so it's just basically like you know 
we have this other part of us that's mysterious that people can't figure out you can't put your hands on it you can't put it into words it's just there I, like when you you around other christians it's like y'all get each other y'all ain't got to put on and try to overly explain and it's just like oh my gosh yeah i got that way too and it's just like kind of like being in a club where um i think it's at the avenger avengers maybe one of the superhero movies and the people have <laughs> and the people are um like the superheroes meet up amongst one another and then after they meet up they come up with a strategy and they go back out and save the world or do things that are supernatural but it's like they all are human too though and then like it's like they understand each other from the superhero point of view um you know but they all still are humans too and it's like just being around other believers is other people who have sanctified minds is a blessing because Iron sharpens iron, as the Bible says, and we shouldn't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Um, not saying we can't witness to people or we shouldn't be talking to people, but just gotta know how to handle, know how to know where you are on your journey, know what you can and cannot handle, and govern um, yourself accordingly. Um, <laughs> You know, like, can't just be out and doing everything with everybody if you're not in a certain place. And I get it. I, I'm not going to get into that. But, um, yeah, so sanctification is a beautiful, powerful, wonderful thing. Um, I wouldn't have chosen now that I'm in it. You know, at first I was... I'm real skeptical about <laughs> me saying Jesus. No, at first it's kind of I was, but um, it's grown on me, <laughs> and it's been a blessing to my life. I like being saved. I like being sanctified. I wouldn't go around telling people I'm sanctified. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't go around wearing a hat saying sanctified girl. Well, I mean, like that the, the shoe fit, you know. Um, that's all I'm saying. So yeah, um, just wanted to tap into that a little bit. Um, sanctification and kind of how, what it's really about, and how to get sanctified. Um, how to get sanctified. Go to church. Um, learn, keep learning, keep learning, keep learning, keep learning. Stay humble. It takes humility to learn or to have a desire to learn. Ask God for help. Ask other people for help who you know know who you know know more than you. Um listen to gospel things, things that are going to positively affect your mind um which obviously means don't listen to or do things that are going to affect your mind in a negative way like you have to understand like the mind is so powerful and when we open our hearts hearts and minds I mean it's they kind of go hand in hand heart and mind but when we expose our minds to um different things 
and different environment. It has a it has an effect on us. And if we are exposed to certain environments, that's where that renewing our mind comes into play. Like don't <laughs> after I get off work, sometimes on my lunch break, I have to renew my mind. Like whatever has affected me, whatever has um was negative that happened or whatever got me got my spirit stirred up and not in a good way i need to go and, and pray for a renewed mind like okay god let me get back it's just like getting back into alignment with with the mind of god and with the spirit of god like you know getting back into that place of whew, like, whew, it's just coming back to home base um i studied um Glory to God, I studied um, anatomy and physiology quite a bit through college. And there's this thing you probably know about if you've had any sort of college, any kind of classes like that. Um, it's called homeostasis. And it's basically where your body gets back to, glory to God, your body gets back to its home, like its, its state of rest. So, for instance, our bodies, well, not for instance, but our bodies is always, are always working to get to a place of homeostasis, glory to God. So, it's kind of like you go throughout the day all day, and at the end of you doing everything, you come back home, and wherever your home is, that's where you recharge, that's where you take a bath, maybe some food, just reset, rest, lay your head, and get prepared to go back out. And that's what homeostasis is. It's our, basically our home. It's like where our bodies want to stay. That's our body's level of like place of comfort and place of rest. Like if you eat something and uh, drink something and it takes you out of homeostasis, then your body is going to do everything it can to get you, to get that out of you or to process it um, through you to where you can get back to where your body is a place where it's like in harmony where it's functioning properly and it's just like a place of rest pretty much and so that's kind of what the process of renewing our minds should look like and sanctification is basically i guess leveling up your homeostasis <laughs> leveling up your homeostasis there's a scripture that says um when the enemy came in like a flood the comes in like a flood the lord will raise up a standard against him or against it um and it's like sometimes if our standard is 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 too low then we allow certain things into our life like our homeostasis our sense of standard is is lowered if you will so like sanctification helps us to raise our standards or it helps us to get to a place where we're thinking in such a way that uh, I'm trying to explain it like it's basically setting the temperature for where we are in life or who we are setting the tone that's a good word sanctification is like setting the tone for your life for your environment setting the tone like I'm thinking like this. I don't think like that. I don't accept that. I don't do that. And it's not like a bougie type of thing. It's just like a no. This is my standard. I mean, when you go anywhere, that there's a certain standard. When you go to school, um, 
then there's a standard when you go to school you have to dress a certain way you have to certain rules you have to follow even when you drive a car like (laughs) when you drive a car like you have certain rules you have to follow there's certain standards you can't drive certain speeds in certain areas you have to wear a seatbelt like you have to have a license these are standards that society has and so you within yourself are a society you are an organism you are an organization within yourself and so your mind is like the governing force of your organization your mindset determines what happens in your body and in outside of your body like your mindset is going to determine what you do how you think how you feel right and so sanctification is uh, is leveling up your mind okay so i don't know where i left off it but like my timer went off like I have a timer on my phone because I be on do not disturb sometimes so I can just sanctify my mind <laughs> but I don't know where I left off in the previous recording but I'm going to jump right back in um, I was just talking about standards and how sanctification is basically the process through which we level up our standards the standards for how we think and therefore in turn how we live right and so as you become more and more sanctified um your standard of living changes and your thoughts change and what you accept changes and you change your life changes it's the whole thing and i was saying how um, when god begins to give you these new thoughts then it means that something old has to die like there's only so much space that we have within ourselves like so many thoughts that we're able to contain um i think we have a lot of thoughts like throughout the day honestly and studies show that the majority of our thoughts are negative as human beings but if you're sanctified that shouldn't be a testimony i mean (laughs) hopefully but you know that's another subject um and so i was saying like when you're one thought for one thought to live another thought to live then another thought has to die um it's like the i don't want to say a law but we're limited on space like you can't just keep adding furniture adding furniture to a house like i want to get a new couch and you already got a couch sitting in your house like take out the old couch so that you can have room for the new couch it's kind of how sanctification is like you taking out the old way of thinking renovating your mind renovating you know taking up old foundations oh, i need to i don't know why they say i need to take this carpet out and get some hardwood floors i need to um <laughs> You know, I need to get this roof redone. I need to, um, these walls got, you know, this is a whole process. Like, it's just re- resetting your mind. So, yeah. That's sort of what sanctification is about. And, um, practical ways. I like to give practical things because some people are practical. You know, not everybody is like, head in the clouds all the time you know I'm like half and half sometimes I'm like really like in my imagination and other times I'm like okay how do I need to do this so how to sanctify your mind personally um 
get saved um, ask Jesus to come into your life and to be your Lord um, the Bible says whoever calls call on the name of the Lord will be saved so call out to Jesus ask him hey Jesus um, you know I want you to be the Lord of my life um, I know that I haven't been living up to the standards that you know I should live up to um, uh, I apologize for my for for you know asking for whatever. I apologize for my sins, and I want to, but I want to make you the Lord of my. I want you to be in control of my life. I want you to. I want your will for my life. And you know you surrender your life to Jesus, and after that, um, that's when the games begin. <laughs> that's when um, true sanctification can begin because if you're not. If you're if you're staying under the lordship and rulership of the same person, then it's impossible for you to change. Right? If you got the same manager at a business, and you you know get new employees, that business still gonna be the same. Just because you get new employees, I mean, like the manager is really what determines what happens in a business. And so Jesus Christ is gonna be our Lord, and that is that. And so after you see Jesus Christ as your Lord, um, I think it's really good to like <laughs> glory to God. It's good to um, learn about Jesus, learn about this person. Who is going to be your Lord? Learn about this person who you're giving your life to. Because, I mean, it's hard to work for a company and you don't even know the owners or the bosses. Like, you want to get to know who you're working for, what they think like, what they what's on their mind, what they're trying to do, what's their mission. You know, get just get an understanding of the kingdom of, and, and then get that good foundation and their relationship with Jesus Christ. Like, okay, he's a cool dude. He, I see what he about. I'm kind of, I can, I can do it. I can be on board with this. And then after that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, just keep that. That's an ongoing life process. Never stop learning about Jesus. Never stop reading the Word of God. But I think that actually reading the Gospels, John, Mark, Luke, um, Matthew, reading those Gospels, that's how you probably get to know Jesus best. Um, but you know, different seasons call for different parts of the Bible, or even you start in the beginning of Genesis when God created everything. But um, either way, just, that's, I'm just going through practical stuff. Um, and as you read the Word of God, your mind will be challenged. You'll begin to see the mind of God and see God's thoughts and see how He thinks and what His intent is toward us, how He feels about certain things. You begin to just, you know, get a relationship with Him. And after that, you know, just add on to that. Like I said, going to church, finding a church home who teaches that teaches the Word of God, that teaches biblical principle, that teaches doctrine, biblical base, Christ, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, just be careful with that. But make sure it's Bible-based church and somebody who you can kind of follow around and ask questions about random stuff as you need to. Because you will have questions, because this is a whole new lifestyle, so don't be ashamed to ask questions, um, and be around people who you can.
ask questions or even just bounce off ideas like just talk about things of God with and um get information you know read books sanctify books read books about Jesus or books about prayer and books that help break down things that you may find challenging to understand like you know their books Dr. Miles Monroe has a lot of great books he has a lot of great books about everything but um a lot of great other other great authors especially in this generation that I've seen but I know he is very practical and very knowledgeable powerful man of God um he gives principles like to live by like not everything but anyhow you know research and just dabble you know keep your mind fresh you know don't let your mind get tired and like old and burned out like when it comes to Jesus if your mind is burned out because of Jesus then you probably got the wrong that ain't that ain't Jesus it's probably some burned down religion or just something that I don't know because we serve a living God and so um, that's basically oh sanctification is not just about thinking differently it's, it's also it's a different experience so I would say sanctification your spirit has to be sanctified too like your spirit like that's another subject it, it, it's it's all kind of touchy for me, I guess. The mind, spirit, soul, heart, it's, it's all deep, and you could really go into detail with it, but I'm not doing that today. Um, maybe one day, Lord willing, but um, not today. But um, yeah, um, sanctify your mind, books, the Word of God, accept Jesus as your Lord. Um, Oh, worship, worship music, you know, just be mindful of what you're putting in your environment, and I can't stress this enough, because you'll be surprised, like, when you have been around a certain person, or in a certain environment, and or listen to a certain song, you'll be surprised the places that your mind will go once you've heard this, um, well, once you listen to certain stuff, like you start feeling weird and you start feeling depressed like you know watching the news and different stuff like that and some people are fear mongers in Jesus name we rebuke we don't rebuke that right now yes um we rebuke fear mongering depression mongering and all that stuff some stuff I mean you need to know depending on your scope of work but I just, I like to limit what I expose my mind to, because sometimes my heart just can't take it. There was this lady one time at my job, she was telling me about some kind of shooting, and I had just had a rough week, and I was just over it. I had a lot on my heart, and <laughs> and I shared, I opened up with a lady, and I just like, I, I just cut her off in mid sentence, and I just started, blah, 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 I did that, and I, I know, it's childish, but I was like, I don't want to hear that, I, I've already done it. <laughs> I'm already, I, I'm already, I'm to the max, like, I can't, I don't want to hear it, so you just got to know how to navigate, you know what you can tolerate, and what your soul can't tolerate, you know, depending on the season you're in, sometimes you can't tolerate more, sometimes you do have more capacity for, you know, 
um, dealing with stuff like that. Sometimes you don't. Um, just in moderation, you know. Whatever you need to know that pertains to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a tricky thing too. Because sometimes you find out stuff you don't think you need to know. Or you don't think it applies to you. And then down the line, it can. Like, because it, you know, whatever. But yeah, essentially, that's, um, that's what I want to chat about sanctification. Um, I really pray that this helps somebody um, get an idea. Um, of the value of sanctification, you know, it helps us to figure out who we are, it helps us to have a better sense of worth and value, um, because self-worth and self-value is not something that we can get externally and actually have true joy, um, like, if you get your joy or value from how much money you have or how much clothes you have or how beautiful you are all those things are temporary I'm not saying you can't be beautiful the rest of your life but it's going to change over time like it's not something stable um and so sanctification um helps you to develop intrinsic value like value that's beyond um the physical world, the tangible things that you can see, and once you have it, that value, you know, it gives you standards to live by, and a mindset that it takes you to new levels and how you think and how you dream and how you imagine. Like it's a beautiful thing. It's oh gosh, I could probably talk about this for a while, but anyway, I'm gonna go. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and I carry on for the evening. And I really pray that this blesses you. Um, in Jesus' name, take care. This is I'm Unique. Until next time. Oh, before I go, I have a single out right now. It's called Live and Not Die. And it is something that the Lord gave me. Beautiful song. It's available on all streaming platforms. And my artist's name is Smart. Or my name is I'm Unique Divine. I apostrophe M, unique, Devon, D-E-V-O-I-N, and the song is called Live and Not Die, featuring slugger lyricists, yes, let's go, um, anywho, yeah, what they got a shameless plug, but anyway, yes, God bless you, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you all next time, take care.